Send up the praise to the King. Send up the praise to the King. Come on, He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. Worthy is the Lord. Worthy is the Lord. Worthy is the Lord. Woo! Ah, my, my. Now, I know that we know that Jesus is Jehovah manifested in the flesh. But we're going to sing that chorus one more time and it's going to go like this. There's no one like my Jesus. There's no one like my Jesus. I know I'm not on the right tune key, plus or nothing, but let's just make it happen. There's no one like my Jesus. There's no one like my Jesus. Come on, somebody. There's no one like my Jesus. 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 His name is above every name. No one like my Jesus. Every name in heaven. Every name on the earth. Every name beneath the earth. His name is above.
my, my, my. <laughs> Woo! No one like my Jesus. He's my shepherd. He's my provider. He's my healer. My deliverer. No one like you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ah! Jesus. Jesus. Why don't you reach over, lay your hands on your neighbor, just put your hand on the shoulder and pray with him for a moment. Let's wait on God here a second. Oh, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Bless my brother, bless my sister. Have your divine way today, oh God. Oh, can't you feel it? God is doing something miraculous right now. There's healing in the house. There's deliverance in the house. The blessings of the Lord are upon us. Oh, yeah. My Lord, my Lord, His glory is here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Who knows that that one more reach, calling on his name one more time, the difference it will make. He's come to do a miracle for you today. He's come to bless you in the house. It's his desire to touch you. I just feel like there's a few of us being ministered to here today. I just want to, I want to give God that opportunity to go deep. Deep into the heart, deep into the mind, deep into the spirit. Oh God, we love you. We praise you. We adore you. Some of you, you're seeking God for direction. Call upon his name right now. Jesus, take me by the hand and lead me. Show me, God. Let me know, Lord. Let me know without a doubt. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. How we love you, Lord. How we love you, Lord. Just a moment longer. Every mind on God. Every mind. Nobody looking around. Come on, every mind on God. Oh, give the Lord an opportunity to minister to you today. Sir, let your lips whisper his name. <laughs> let your lips whisper his name. Jesus. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord as we transition into his word. We're thankful, Jesus. Thank you for your touch. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love upon us, oh God. Your love, your love, your love, your love, your love. Thank you for your forgiveness. Has anybody been forgiven? <laughs> oh, thank you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you for your grace, your grace, your grace. Oh, God. Where would we be without His mercy and His grace? So many of us would not be in this room right now. You would not be in this building. Worshiping Him and feeling His power and His glory if it was not for His mercy and His grace. He's a loving God. He's a forgiving God. He is a merciful God. If you have your Bibles or not you can look up on the screen we are going to turn to the book of psalms chapter 23 ha oh hallelujah let's love him together right now he's speaking to you he's speaking unto us oh god we love you he brought His presence here today. He's here with miracles, signs, and wonders. He's here to provide whatever your need is. Whatever your heart desires after. Whatever your soul hungers for. Your need in your life. That wonderful God is here. That amazing God is here. My Lord, my Lord. Find two or three people and tell them God has come to provide your need. Oh, yes, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My, if I had an urgent need, you could not keep me in that seat. God said, I am here. I brought my kingdom. I brought my presence. I've come to provide whatever your need is. You could not hold me back. If there was a financial need, I'd be in this altar. If I needed a healing, I'd be in this altar. If my marriage needed healing, I'd be in this altar. Whatever it might be, whatever it is that I need, I would be petitioning God right now. Because he said, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I've come to provide. I've come to answer your request. I've come to answer your need. Come on, somebody, call out to him. Call out to him. If you're here and you need the Holy Ghost, this is your moment. You can make your way to this altar. If you need to give your life to God, this is your moment. If something's going on in your life and you don't know what to do with it, this is your moment. Step out from where you are. Make your way down to this altar. Lift your hands to God and begin to call upon Him. My God, there's an anointing here. There's an anointing here. There's an anointing here. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. There is an anointing here. Receive it. to do it God you've come to do it right now somebody get desperate somebody get desperate with the Lord the Bible says he would have passed them by but they cried out they cried out they cried out 
have mercy have mercy upon me thou son of David have mercy upon me Lord Jesus have mercy upon me Lord hear my cry Lord hear my cry hear my cry hear my cry come on somebody hear my cry hear my cry hear my cry Whatever your need is, whatever your need is, petition the Lord with it. Petition the Lord. Oh, come on. You got to understand God called this altar call. It's God that brought you in this altar. It's God that said, I will provide your need. It's God that said, I've come here now to provide your need. you Lord there's no reason that a single person should leave this place today not being touched by God not hearing from God not receiving an answer from the Lord he's walked into this place it's up to you it's up to you it's up to you it's up to you all you got to do is bring your petition before him bring that petition before him Oh, it doesn't matter how many times you prayed about it. It doesn't matter. Bring it before him. Lay it at his feet. He's that mighty God. Oh, yes, he is. He's that mighty God. Hallelujah. Lay that need at his feet today. Lay that need. We preached last week. He's a, he's a prayer answering God. He is a provider of our needs. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is the provider of our needs. Thank you, Lord. 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 Amen. One more time, let's stand to our feet and love Him. Let's thank Him for what He's done here. Come on, let's give Him praise. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We adore you, Father. Tell it mighty, oh God. You're mighty, you're mighty, you're mighty, you're mighty, you're mighty. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's make our way back to our seats. Pastor's going to minister for a few minutes here today. I know it's tough doing that after a move of God like this, but I feel like the Lord wants to reach out to someone. You know, sometimes some of us, we are touched and moved by moves of the Spirit like this. And some of us, we are moved while we are worshiping in song and we are touched. Some of us, we are moved by the Word. And but there's just no reason why anyone should leave this place today not having your answer from God. Praise God. Let's stand and turn to the book of Psalms 23. Listen, if you're just religious, you're never going to get anything from the Lord. This isn't about religion. This is about an experience in Christ. He loves you. You understand that? He loves you. This isn't about going to church. This is about knowing Him as your Savior. Let me tell you, when you know Him, truly know Him as your Redeemer, 
No one has to make you get up on a Sunday morning and come to the house of God. You can't wait to get to the house of God. You can't wait to be with your brothers and sisters and feel the power of the Lord and the move of the Spirit and hear the Word of God and eat from the King's table and be filled by His glory. When you know Him, it leaves the realm of religion, gets into that place of an experience, a relationship with Him. I won't hold us long. I, I just I want to... I want to speak to someone. I want to tell you there's nothing more miserable than not having peace. When you're not at peace with yourself. When you're not at peace with those that are around you. And especially when you're not at peace with your God. You are a miserable creature. I don't mean that disrespectful. God's your creator. He created you for him to be in you. For you to know him. When you don't have that, you're just miserable. And you make everybody around you miserable. You know anybody like that? How about yourself? There's been a few times I had to stop and say, Wow, Kyle. You're making everybody around you miserable because you're miserable. Because you, you haven't found peace with God in this area of your life. You can have peace here, 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 and you just won't turn that over to God. And it makes you miserable. I know, I'm the only one. Psalms 23, Psalm of David, a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, we preached on the Lord as my shepherd. And then I, he said, I shall not want, we preached on the Lord as my provider. I want to talk to us today from the second verse. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me. Beside the steel waters. Father, in your precious name, I ask that you minister to this congregation today. There are people here that have no peace. Lord, they toss and turn at night. They worry about everything. They're not sure about their tomorrows. It's my prayer, Lord, that somehow you can touch them in this service. And that they can understand, God, that a simple gesture towards you. Turning their heart and their life over to you. That you can bring a peace into them. And they can know what it is to have the peace of God in their life. I pray have your way, Father, in the next few minutes. Anoint your servant. Use me, God. Anoint every mind and every heart that's in this building. Let us humble ourselves before you, Lord. It is our prayer in the wonderful name. Of the Lord Jesus. And everybody say amen. Turn to two or three people and tell them peace unto you. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Open your heart. Open your mind. We talked about the Lord is my shepherd. Jehovah. Rohai. We looked at Psalms 23 and we we talked a little bit about why, why that chapter in the Word of God is so popular. Why it is the most, actually the most copied, written, sung, talked about, read chapter in the entire Word of God through the history of time of us having uh, access to His Word the way we do today. And we found out it is because that there are eight 
of the 12 major compound names of Jehovah wrapped up in these six little verses. And as you read through the book of Psalms, even if you don't consciously understand or realize subconsciously your soul, the God that created your soul is just being unveiled to you. And people cleave to that psalm and they quote that psalm. When they can't quote anything else in the word of the Lord, they can walk around quoting Psalms 23, all six verses, because it is something that was just placed so deep in them. And so he is Jehovah Rohai, which is the Lord my shepherd. And then we learn, David said, I shall not want. Why? Because Jehovah is Jehovah Jireh. He is the Lord, my provider. He said it right there through one of his children. I have brought the power and the presence of the kingdom of God in this place. And I have come to provide your need. We learned that there were two major principles that we need to understand when it comes to God providing in our life. And that is to understand that God's provision is found when we are in the middle of the will of God. And that doesn't mean He will not help you, bless you, and provide for you. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died on the cross. The greatest provision He ever gave to humanity, He did when not one of us was serving Him. Not when, not when one of us were in His will. The Bible says all have gone astray, all have become wicked, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So I certainly understand that there are things that God does when we are not walking in His will. But if you want to know Him as the true provider in your life, then you need to seek to be in the will of God. Because as you walk in the will of God, He will be your provider of every step of the way, every trial, every situation, every dilemma, every trouble, every sickness. Let's everybody clap our hands to the Lord. The second thing we learned is that He will always provide whatever we need when He has put us in a position. He will, he will give us the stamina. He will give us the strength. He will give us the endurance. He will give us whatever we need to make it through the trial that He led us into with His own hand. He is the provider. Verse 2 says, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. Close your eyes, if you will. Ask yourself, be honest with yourself. When's the last time you truly experienced this verse? He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. What a peace that is. You know, David goes on, and we'll get to that later, but he goes on and says, he prepareth a table in the presence of my enemy. And so I think it's kind of strange that in this verse right before that, about him leading us and restoring us and leading us and then preparing a table, that we read here that David says, he causes me to lie down in green pastures. I, I want to tell you that there is a place in God that you can get that no matter the trouble that is in your life, no matter the financial difficulty that you are facing, no matter what sickness might be in your body, no matter what trouble might be in your marriage, no matter what's going on inside of your family no matter the trouble that might be on your job I want to tell you there's a place you can get in God that he will lay you down in green pastures 
Now you got to understand what that means. When he says he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. That means I lay my weapons down. I lay my shield down. I lay everything down. I'm just in his presence. I'm in his power. I don't have to fear anything. I don't have to fear man. No weapon formed shall prosper against me. I can lie down in green pastures. That no matter the turmoil that's going on, it's like the Lord. The Bible says that boat was being tossed in the waves. The wind was howling. The disciples were frantic. They were bailing out the water. They were paddling. But in the bow of the boat, in the bow of the boat, The Bible says Jesus laid fast asleep. I got news for you. Every one of those disciples could have laid down and gone to bed. Nothing would have happened because Jesus was on board. I think the Lord was trying to get something across to him. Why are you worried about the storm? Why are you worried about the wind? I'm with you. I will lay you down. I will cause you to rest. I will give you peace in your heart, in your mind. When we rise up and no longer find ourselves in that kind of a position or that kind of state of mind and that kind of state of heart where we're at peace no matter what's going on, it's because we pick up our own weapons, we pick up our own tools, we try to figure out our own dilemmas, we go to battle, somebody comes against us, we go against them. Somebody says something against us, we try to justify how they're how they're wrong. We try to fight a battle. God says, leave all that mess alone. If you'll walk with me, if you'll stay with me, I'll lay you down. It don't matter what the devil says. It don't matter what the world does. It don't matter what the government does. God said, I'll lay you down in a green pasture. I wonder if there's somebody here today you'd like to experience the touch of the peace of God before you leave. I wonder if you'll stand to your feet, put your hands in the air, and say, God, touch me. Touch me with your peace. Come on, reach for him for a second. Touch me with your peace. Touch me with your peace. Come on, give him a moment. Give him a moment to melt away your fears. Give him a moment to calm all your worries and all your doubts. Come on, give him a moment. Reach for him. God, touch me with your peace. Touch me with your peace. I want to lay down in the green pasture. I got trouble in the home. I got trouble with my children. I got trouble in the marriage. I got trouble in my life. I got trouble as a young man, as a young woman. I've got difficulty. I've got job situations. I got health situations. Oh God, I suffer mentally. I've got depression. I've got worries. I've got problems and troubles. Oh God, let him touch you. Let him touch you. Let him touch you. Come on. Come on, give that to him. Give that to him. Touch him with your peace. Touch us with your peace. Touch us with your peace. Touch us, oh God. Calls us to lay down in green pastures. Will you love him right now? Clap your hands to him and love him. Give me just a few more minutes. You may be seated. You know, we're all human. So was David. 
Now, David said, he leads me beside the still waters, leads me there. But he made me lay down in the green pastures. He said, he maketh me. Some of y'all just worry words. You just worry all the time. It's your nature. Some of y'all just way too peaceful. There's something seriously wrong with you. You're just always at peace. I think it's just laziness. And you're just kind of camouflaging it as peace. But some of us, you just worry all the time. Bible says don't worry about your tomorrows. They're evil enough all by themselves. You don't have to add no evil to it. It's going, it's going to be bad enough all by itself. Don't make nothing up. That's what Jesus said. Your tomorrow is going to be so bad, you ain't got to add nothing to it. He said, don't worry about your tomorrows. I got your tomorrows in my hand. I know when the wind blows and the sea rages. and I know when you're going to get fired and when you're going to get hired. I know when they're going to take you home, and I know what home I'm going to give you when they do. I, I know when they're going to repossess your car, and I've already moved on somebody to give you a vehicle. So you just don't worry about your tomorrows. I've got everything under control. Everything. But it seems like sometimes that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Jesse, what his word says or how much he encourages us or how much word, you know, we absorb about trusting God and relaxing and knowing God has everything in control. No, it doesn't matter. We just we just kind of conjure up anyway and we get all worked up about things and someone says something, does something. We hear something on the job. We hear a rumor somewhere or something happens and we start building our own scenarios, you know, and, and we all understand this, right? We understand that 95% of everything you worry about will never come to pass. It's probably about 99% instead of about 95%. But we build up the scenarios. We try to figure out how to work it out and how to fix it and how to make it work. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, and every one of us in this room already know. Some of us are 80 years old. Some of us, you might only be 16. But every single one of us, we have never planned something out. And it actually worked out just that way not going to happen and you just you just stir everything up so I've come to give you a warning and some of you may already be in this situation and you're wondering about what's going on in your life and I'm going to tell you what's going on Jesus Christ loves you he loves you and he is not going to let you worry yourself until you have a nervous breakdown and destroy this temple that he wants to get glory out of and he wants to use and he doesn't want to let you worry yourself till you do something that you mess something up that takes him five years to fix and so I'm going to tell you I'm just bringing a little warning to you right now he's going to make you lie down I have laid hands on people who were deathly sick. Laid hands on them. And I'm telling you, the Lord spoke to me and said, do not pray for their healing. I have allowed that because he needs to lay down. It's time to take a break. No, I got to work seven days a week. I got to work 14 hours a day. I have to provide. I'm sorry. If I'm not mistaken, God is your provider. I'm going to pastor a little bit. I know it's meddling. But we get two jobs, two and a half, some of you. You work, you work 21 hours a, a, a day. You get three hours sleep. You get up, you justify it. And, and you, you've even convinced yourself you're doing something heroic when all you're doing is destroying your body. Every once in a while, you get a, you're able to come to the house of God uh, and get a little bit of worship when God says, if you would trust me, uh, I would open up other doors in your life. You wouldn't have to work that way. And I'm here to tell you, I'm here to warn you, God loves you and God's going to lay you down. 
So maybe it's time we do it ourselves and we recognize the only peace I'm ever going to get is going to be in Him. The only financial stability I will ever have is if I have it in Him. The only health I will ever get is if I have it in Him. What are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying you need to stop, slow down, look at things, and find Jesus. And lay down in that green pasture and let God bless you. Let God help you. Let God provide. Let God heal. Now, I don't know I don't know what he will do. Because I'm not God. And we find this word, and I'm going to close in a moment. There's a couple of things I want to deal with Gideon. We find this word with Gideon. We're introduced there. We find Gideon. He's hiding in the Midianites. They had, Israel had rebelled against God. It's been seven years now. And Gideon was... Uh, sifting wheat on his father's land. He was hiding behind a, behind a wine press. But you can hide from man, but you can't hide from God. And so this angel appears before him. The Bible says he sits under a big old oak tree. In Judges 6 and 12, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of Valor. I want to stop right here and right now and tell you the Lord is with you. Amen. You don't believe that. That's just a little old happy religious clap. The Lord is with you the Lord is with you there he was hiding behind a wine press sifting up a little wheat just being a little coward worried about everything and the first thing the angel says to him it's not I'm going to provide for you it's not I'm going to deliver you oh no 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 he wanted Gideon to understand something in the middle of all your troubles God has never left you I wish somebody would get a hold of this because the quickest avenue, the quickest and shortest route to peace in your heart is to understand God is with you. It's what the devil wants to convince you that God forsook you. God left you. God's not with you. He had already convinced Gideon of that. When he said, the Lord's with you, Gideon said, what are you talking about? If the Lord was with me, all these things would not be happening. If the Lord was with me, we would not be in this bondage. If the Lord was with me, I wouldn't be having a stiff wheat behind a wine press somewhere. Oh, the Lord, the angel of the Lord already knew what was in the mind of Gideon. And so he started out with, he started out to crush what the devil's been telling him. Destroy what the world's been telling him cast out what his flesh has been telling him God is with you well then well then why am I in this trouble because seven years ago you decided to worship Baal Because a few years ago, you put money first. You put your job first. I know I'm pastoring. Because a few years ago, you put your own desires and your own wants and your own lust and your own pleasures and you forsook the altars of God and you built altars of Baal. Listen, God never left you, but hell showed up. 
God never forsook you, but you invited the adversary and the enemy into your life. And so now God is back today to tell you how to get peace back in your heart. And the the first thing you've got to do is recognize God is with me. There's not a one of us, not a one of us in this place that have not laid our heads on our pillows at night and wondered if God has forsaken us. Wondered if our sin, our doubt, Unbelief, some things in our life have separated us from the divine will of God. We know He loves us, but is He really with us? And it seemed like this was the thing that God wanted to take care of in Gideon's life. First of all, that I am with you. I want you to know I love you. I have always cared for you. No matter what you have done, no matter the thoughts in your mind, no matter what your eyes have seen and your hands have done, no matter where you've let your feet take you, I have never stopped loving you. I have never forsook you. I have never left you. And I want to bring peace back to you. But the only way you can get that peace, you got to line back up with God. You know what's right in your life. You know what God is requiring. You know what it is that you need to do. Gideon said, wait right there. I need to know if this is really you. And, and so Gideon said, I'll be back. He ran out. He found himself a, a lamb. And, and he slew the lamb. He took the meat and, and cooked it savory. And then he had some, he, uh, he had some broth, the Bible says. And, and he took that. And he had some unleavened bread. Unleavened bread representing deity. So uh, we, what we find here is that Gideon was planning on uh, bringing an offering to the Lord. And so when he finally got there before Gideon, Gideon never had a chance to build an altar. He builds an altar later. I want you to see what the angel of the Lord said to Gideon. He said, take that meat if you want peace. He said, take that meat. Watch this. He said, put it on that rock. Put it on that rock and pour your broth on that meat. And then the angel of the Lord, he stood up and he touched that rock with the rod that was in his hand and fire came up out from underneath that rock and it consumed that meat and instantly the angel of the Lord had disappeared because we find out later that was actually a theophany of Jehovah himself that was God himself that had come there and God said to Gideon you want peace you gotta fall on the rock You got to get on the rock. If the rock falls on you, watch me. If the rock, Jesus says in the New Testament, if you fall on the rock, you'll be saved. But if the rock falls on you, you'll be crushed. Anybody know who that rock is? Somebody shout his name. And did all eat the same spiritual meat and drink the same spiritual drink? Well, they drank of the spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. The Lord said, peace unto you. That was his last words. Peace unto you. Why? Because in all my trouble, all my fear, all my heartache, all my pain, I decided to fall on the rock. That means I made up my mind 
to lay myself down at the feet of Jesus. I have decided to stop trying to fight my own battles. I have decided to stop trying to heal my own body. I have decided to stop trying to work things out on my own. I'm going to fall on the rock. I'm going to fall on the rock. I'm going to give myself over to Jesus Christ. And friend, when you do that, there's going to be a peace that comes into your life. Oh, I wish I had some help here. Come on, let's love him today. He touched that rock with his rod. Because when you are born again, you are born with the Spirit and with fire. It's the fire of the Holy Ghost that will consume all of the impurities that are on the inside of you. Some of you, you have the Spirit, but you've let that fire get really low. You got to have that fire. It's got to burn that sacrifice. If you if you give a sacrifice of praise to the Lord and the fire's not burning in you, that meat's just going to rot on that rock and the birds are going to eat it. But if you let that fire burn inside of you, it will consume every worry, every problem, every situation. And what the Lord spoke to us in this altar here today will be fulfilled in your life when he said, "I have brought the presence of the kingdom of God into this place." And I have come to provide your need. The Lord said, if with my little finger I have cast out devils, know that unto thee has the kingdom of God come. Somebody shout hallelujah! Verse 23, I'm going to bring this to a close. Music, you can come. And the Lord said unto him, peace be unto thee. Fear not, thou shalt not die. Then Gideon built an altar, and there, under the Lord, he called it Jehovah Shalom. And unto this day, yet in Ophrah of the Abyssalites, is this, is this altar remains here. The Lord said, Peace. Peace. When you cast yourself on the rock. Listen. You don't want the rock cast on. You don't want the rock to fall on you. But he will. Because he loves you. When God comes into your life and begins to tear things apart. It's not because he hates you. It's because he loves you. And he's trying to get you to give yourself to him. Because that is the only place you're going to find peace. There's people sitting in this building today. You have no peace. You are troubled. You are troubled. Let's stand. I've got so much here, but... I know we've already had a major altar call and touched up the Lord. But I wonder, and this doesn't mean you're backslid. I wonder, though, if you could use a little bit of this peace. Maybe there's, a, there's an area of your life. Maybe you're okay in so many places, but there's an, an area of your life. I know there's, there's one in mine. I prayed about it. I prayed about it today. I never, I never, never, never toss and turn. Ever. Even with all of you crazy people and all your troubles. When I lay down at night, me and Jesus go to sleep. 
my wife was, my wife said, you, was, you, you started leaning back. You, you put down, you was reading, you started leaning back. And while you were going to your pillow, you started snoring. <laughs> She's like, how's that possible? But for the last couple of weeks, including last night, just tossing and turning all night. Something on my mind, dealing with a decision, direction in my life. And I don't mean the church. Don't pastors fix and resign. You'll have to shoot me and bury me 12 feet because you bury me six, I'm coming up. <laughs> Not what I'm talking about. There's a lot of things in pastor's life. I need peace in that area. That's not God's will. It's not God's will for me to toss and turn at night. Worry about something. Wonder what the outcome's going to be. Who would I offend if I did it this way or did it? God's like, you don't worry about that stuff. Your prayer is that you walk in my will. I'll take care of everything else. And there's some of you, you're going to bed at night and you're tossing and you're turning. Some of you have tossed and turned for 20 years. And you just, you just chalked it up as a sleep disorder. No, it's not a sleep disorder. You don't have peace. You need peace. And only God can give that peace to you. And so the Lord says to Gideon, put that on that rock. He didn't say build an altar. Now later, later in the chapter, Gideon builds an altar. But when he brought that meat and that broth and that unleavened bread before the Lord, God said, put it on that rock. Because that rock is the only thing that's going to bring you peace. Prophetically, of course, speaking of Jesus Christ. Some of us in this place are dealing with extreme emotional situations. It can stir us up. Every mind on the Lord. Listen to Pastor. You think it's just a phase of life or something you're going through. Listen, when we're not at peace, we open up the door for all kinds of troubles. All kinds of situations. We open up the door for attitudes and spirits. We got to have peace. David said, he maketh me to lie down the green pastures. Then when I get up, he leads me beside the still waters. It's not God's will that you walk in turmoil. It's not his will that there's always things stirred up in your soul. Your spirit, your mind, always worried. No. He wants you to have peace. Some of us are dealing with some things that are really difficult and serious. We've been hurt very deep. You've got to let God give you peace. Don't leave a foothold for Satan to be able to step in. Put something in you that will torment you for years to come. You've got to take this situation. You've got to bring it to this altar. And you have to lay it on the rock. You got to say, here it is, Lord. 
I'm not going to fret about it anymore. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. I'm not going to let it disturb me anymore. I'm not going to lose sleep over it anymore. It's yours. I am giving it to you. And you do with it. Whatever you choose. But I'm not worrying about it anymore. It's yours. This altar's open. Listen, there's some major situations going on. There's some very difficult. Some of y'all are facing things that I would never want to face. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you're still standing. But I know God's with you. That's the first thing he wanted you to know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Sometimes we face pain and things we go through are because of our own actions, our own deeds. And so it's important that we hear the Lord say to us, I am with you. I am with you. I forgive you. I love you. I'm here to cleanse you. And I am here to restore peace in your life. I want you to have peace. Because listen, if we don't have peace, we cannot have proper relationship. We cannot have proper relationship with the Lord if we don't have peace. If we don't have peace, it will interrupt your walk with God. There are some of us, things have come to us and happened to us that we had no control over, no power. It wasn't a decision. It's just a situation we find ourselves in. And it is full of turmoil. It's winds. Winds are blowing. Waves are raging. Boat is tossing. It's hard. It's hard. You know, when a boat's boat's being tossed in the waves, it's difficult if you try to stand up in it. It's a lot easier if you'll just lay down. (laughs) No wonder he was laying in the bow of the boat. It's a whole lot easier. I think some of us, we try to stand up in our situations. We try to handle them on our own. We try to figure things out on our own. When we need to lie down in the green pastures. We need to get down at the bottom of that boat in the middle of our storm with Jesus Christ. And just cuddle up next to Him and say, Lord, if you're not worried about it, I'm not going to worry about it. If you're not afraid what's going to happen, I'm certainly not going to be afraid of what's going to happen. Because you have already told me you have never left me. That you are with me and that you love me. And that you are here. And so I pray right now in the mighty, powerful name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray together. Let's pray together. God, I bring peace into this building right now. Every individual that has made their way to this altar. God, there is a situation in their life. There is a dilemma that is in their life. God, whether it is by their own hands or whether it is by the hands of of another or whether it is by circumstances that cannot be controlled, you, God, can give peace under any of those situations. God, right now, in the powerful name of the Lord, I want you to lift your hands to the Lord right now. You're going to feel the peace begin to touch the, the tip of your fingers. It's going to make your way through your hands, down your arms. It's going to make its way into your heart, God. I release peace. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I release peace in Jesus' name. 
I release peace in the name of the Lord. Father, right now in Jesus' name, I release it. Receive it. Receive it right now. Receive the peace of the Lord. 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 Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive the peace of the Lord. Jesus in your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Receive the peace of the Lord. Receive the peace of the Lord. When you have His peace, you can go through any storm. 